As a rule, I'm a quiet person in terms of making conversation. I tend to keep my thoughts bottled up. Gladdy, however, will tell you her life story at the drop of a hat. And what is more, she has the unique ability to get people, even perfect strangers, to open up and reveal themselves. So, in our many conversations, I played the part of a bottle sealed with a tight cap, and Gladdy played the part of a lady with a bottle opener. That is to say, she prodded me to tell my life's story. Once I did, she suggested I write a book. And so, with Gladdy's enthusiastic encouragement, I began to write the book you're now reading. One day, on a Saturday afternoon, as we were attending our weekly session of the Short Story Club, Gladdy, with her metaphorical bottle opener in hand, announced to the club members that Larry's writing his autobiography. After digesting this news from out of the blue, some members, including Chris, the group leader, asked if they could read some of my work along with the short stories they were reading each week. Although I would have never revealed my writing project to anyone, for my intention was to complete the autobiography, get it published somehow, and send a copy to my family and friends. I soon realized that the opportunity to present my writing, a few pages at a time, to a group of avid readers would be invaluable for the same reason that a stage play is often tried out in Philadelphia before it opens on Broadway. Along with authors like Henry James, Edgar Allan Poe, Doris Lessing, and Dorothy Parker, our reading group was also reading Larry Cohen, who was delighted to be in such illustrious company. All of the above is meant to say that without Gladys Barkas and her enthusiastic support, this book, in all probability, would never have been written. Or it would have existed only in my head and not on paper. I believe that important highlights of my life have come about because of what grammarians call dependent clauses, beginning with the word if. For example, if Gladdy and I had not asked our mutual friend Estelle Cohen to order tickets for us to the shows at Queensboro Community College, then Gladdy and I would have never met. If Gladdy had not been invited to the Koch wedding because she was such a gifted kindergarten teacher for the groom, Gladdy and I would never have had our first date and subsequent close relationship. Similarly, if my wife Celia and I had not lived in the same Upper Side West Manhattan neighborhood, and if we had not been assigned to Monsieur Perry's French class, we may never have met, married, and been husband and wife for 55 years. If a German soldier had aimed his burp gun slightly higher when he grazed my left knee and punctured my toe on my left foot, my story would have been much shorter. If in Camp Shelby, Mississippi, where I contracted a severe case of spinal meningitis, if the doctors had not had sulfanilamide drugs to fight the disease, I would have become a casualty of war. And finally, if my mother had not been stricken with postpartum depression, for which the doctors had no medication, my family may not have broken apart and scattered, and I would not have been almost an orphan.